Welcome to the Everything Apartments podcast. I'm your host, Eric Christopher. And on this podcast, we cover all topics of multifamily investments from buying and financing properties to day-to-day operations and management, and also reinvestment strategies. First, I wanted to remind some of the newer listeners, we have a whole bunch of back episodes that we've done all through last year. And I encourage you to scroll back in whatever podcast platform you're listening here with and scroll down and and just check out some of the topics. I'm sure you'll be interested in them. We have some great guests covering a whole lot of different topics like we do today. Today, we're going to talk about apartment roofs. And actually, this discussion could apply to just about any structure with a roof on it. With any property, there are three main operating systems, plumbing, electrical, and roofing. And in some cases, you could also add HVAC to that list if you have air conditioning uh, in your units. With rental units especially, Plumbing is usually the most frequent repair item, and electrical can kind of follow close behind that. These two systems are obviously the most used by the tenants in the property. The two usually show needs for repair or maintenance in kind of a real-time fashion. For example, you know, there's a leak under the kitchen sink or a light switch or an outlet is is not powering. It's, It's very linear. But your roof is often easily forgotten. And the reasons for this are pretty simple. We don't actually see it in our normal travels to our properties. You have to really want to get up there. And a lot of times that's just something that we don't consider. And also in an area like Southern California, the waterproof integrity of the roof can run a long period of time without being challenged in many years where we don't have much rain. But the paradox is the roofing system is the one that can create the most hidden damage in the way of undetected water leaks over a long period of time. And that can potentially create mold accumulation, which is a big headache. We have a great guest to talk with today, but first I'll tell you about our firm, WSC Realty Advisors and WSC Property Management. WSC has been helping buyers and sellers and managing properties in Long Beach for over 15 years. If you're tired of managing yourself or just not getting the results you want from your current management, we can help. WSC never wants to be the biggest firm in Long Beach. Instead, we stay smaller and more agile to bring the quality that you want and need. We can also help you if you're looking to acquire more units here or maybe out of state in a 1031 exchange scenario. We've been doing that for a very long time. Visit wsc-pm.com or call, text, or email. All that information is in the show notes. Mention the Everything Apartments podcast and get your first two months of management absolutely free. Whatever your challenge with your property is, WSC has the solution. Today, we have with us Bob Alvarez with the firm Preferred Roofing. They're based in Newport Beach, and I understand they also have an office in Henderson, Nevada, and they do all types of roofing. Uh, Apartments are definitely part of that. Bob, it's great to have you with us today. Hi, Eric. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Bob, as with most of our guests, I'd love to take just a minute or two and hear about how they arrived at what they're doing today and, and kind of serving the industry that we that we are all in. Real quick, how did you get into the roofing business? Well, it's a second career for me, Eric. I uh, started in the printing industry for 20 some odd years and uh, wanted to make a change. And I've been in construction most of my young life and uh, wanted to get back into it. And I uh, got introduced to a gentleman that uh, been doing this about 15 years and I teamed up with them and, and uh it's my new career for about 10 years now. Excellent. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's fun to, you know, go from one career to another. I kind of did the same thing. I kind of started out as an accountant and then just, you know, kind of ran my course there and then 
uh, fell in love with real estate back uh, maybe 15, well, probably more close to 20 years ago. And it, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a love of my life at that point. And it's, and it's been that way ever since. So I'm hoping you're enjoying it. Uh, you guys are, you know, doing real well. I know you've been around quite a while. You know, as I see it, roofs are kind of like taxes. I mean, no matter what kind of property you own, we all have to deal with with roofs. And, and for apartments, what are the most common types of roofs that you see? I mean, my guess would be the majority of apartment buildings are flat roofs, are they not? They're a combination. There's some that are, you know, majority flat. They also have pitched sections of tile or asphalt shingles. And uh, a lot of them are flat. A lot of the old roofs are the old built-up or rock-type roofs. And uh, there's some new systems out there that are, um, more cost-effective replacement than uh, tearing off. So, but yeah, there's there's a combination of both. We have both flat and pitched uh, apartment complexes. Well, you you kind of led right into to my next question, and you know, on the looking at specifically flat roofs because uh, we see those, you know, when the, the '60s construction apartment buildings mainly, you know, just giant boxes in a lot of cases. So, um, with the, with the flat side. You know, what are your most common types of systems? Is it, uh, I mean, is it still the, the rock system or is it like a torch down or cold applied? Like what's what's the uh, best value that you would, you know, provide in the industry today for something like that? Well, it depends on what's 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 on the roof system. Um, a lot of majority of the roof systems that we're re-roofing now for HOAs, property managers and, and uh, you know, apartment complexes, there's rock roof and there's also just a torch down built up roof without rock. And uh, a good substitute for tearing off is uh, the TPO, a single ply system, TPO, a 60 mil TPO with the, with fan fold underneath. So we go over the top of them. As long as there's one layer, um, we can go over the top of these systems and, and not have to tear off. And it saves the property manager companies and the HOAs quite a bit of money. Excellent. Okay. And we'll circle back to a little bit of, of, of that in a minute. So let's say your your latest, greatest system that you would recover an existing roof in the right application. What kind of expected life do you generally expect out of, out of that? The TPO systems, uh, 20 year um, limited manufacturer warranty comes with it. Um, and it's uh, it's a nice salt system. It's actually going on all new construction as well, not just re-roofs. Most of the new you know apartment complexes, you know, uh, hotels, um, car manufacturers, car dealerships. It's really the it's the roof of choice now. Uh, built up and hot mopping is something of the past. That's well, not really mm-hmm. produced. There's still you know groups out there that do it, but. 99% of the time, every all new construction of its flat is going to be a TPO system with uh, some hardboard secure rock underneath or some sort of insulation to give it an R value. But, but yeah, TPO is, is really the, is the number one roofing system for flat roofs these days. Okay. So let's do this real quick. We'll, we'll, we're going to go a lap around the track real quick. We'll kind of come back to the recover re-roofing scenario but let's take just a second and kind of talk from minor to major corrective action right so i've recently seen on a new apartment complex that i'm managing brand new i've seen brand new roofs that leak which is a psychological mind trip for the owner right you put this brand new building together oop, there's a leak and i've also seen ancient roofs that look really rough but they don't leak 
Um, what's the most common source of leaks coming in if we have a good rainy season? Like, what's what's the big uh, the big cause or the, the the contributing factor? Well, what most is most prevalent is standing water, you know, on a roof system. Roof flat roofs don't don't drain very well, so over time, deterioration of the of the built up roof or rock roof system is going to uh, and the water ponding for quite some time deteriorates the system and then and it fractures the the the, the seams and that you know leaks into the lowest spot. So um, you'll see a lot of uh, a lot of flat roofs leaking if the life expectancy of, expectancy of the roof is is is, is over with. You know, and they just they slowly start to they deteriorate after time. So it's just in the flat roof, flat flat roof sections, you know, roof to wall transitions, um, and so that's that's the majority of the areas you see where there's problems. Okay, so ponding is I guess they call it is a is a purveyor to leakage at some point, deterioration from the sun, um, expansion contraction. Now, is it is it easy or difficult to do a corrective repair on that scenario where there's like a ponding situation? Well, they try to extend the life of the roof as long as they can, obviously. Um, so the budgets can be, you know, managed in other areas of the property, but at some point they need to be replaced because they just have lost their life. But we can, re- we can cut out areas that are low sections of the flat roof and uh, to the bare wood substrate, and then just build it back up with likes material, um, which is generally would be torched down in that scenario. And then, uh, you know, building it up with some crud bore, some cure rock, some dense deck, whatever it may be, just to get rid of those flat areas. And hopefully that, that will solve the problem. A lot of the leaks could be coming from the parapet walls, um, the roof transitions, and they just come down, they leak underneath the roof system, and then it, all the water drains to a low section. So the leak could be coming from somewhere else, other than just the ponding areas. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard and seen just, uh, I was in the industry years back, so I got a little frame of reference, but that that leak detection and correction is, is an art form because like you're saying, the water could be breaching the roof membrane at any certain part of the system, but yet the evidence of the leak is, you know, somewhere 10 or 15 yards away, r- the sure. water running down an interior structural membrane. It's like, so, you know, oftentimes the, the the breach of the roof system is not where the water is showing up at. And I, I, I get that's a huge challenge for uh, for you all in your industry. It is. And, and it's a challenge for the management side as well, because what ends up being is there's a lot of water damage to the interior portion of the apartments or condos, whatever they may be. And that's more expensive ultimately in the long run than is to do the roof entire, just to re-roof it. Mm-hmm. So at some point in time, they may need to make a decision. We're spending X amount of dollars on, on remediation work when let's just redo the roof. We can solve our problems in, 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 a, in a permanent way. So, Got it. Got it. So we know that, let's say, you know, in a, a time frame, it's like everything else. The, the material is going to break down. It's going to serve its useful life. It'll need a, a re-roof. But let's say before that, because like I mentioned in the in the intro, you know, as opposed to a plumbing or electrical system, the, the roof is oftentimes forgotten. You know, you're not up there every day. You don't notice much unless you really want to get up there. So what can an owner do through the useful life of the roof? Let's say it's still got life in it. 
What can they do as a preventative maintenance scenario? Do you recommend uh, annual checkups or like what, what can the owner do to proactively kind of make the life go as long as possible? Well, they can extend the life of the roof system by five, 10 years of what it manufacturers offer uh, by doing annual roof maintenance. That's very important. Um, go up, spend, it's not that expensive. Uh, might be 12 to $15 per square uh, where each year a crew gets up there and, and reseals penetrations and roof-to-wall transitions and flashings and just goes and searches around the, you know, the, the deck of the roof and finds areas that, you know, that need to be touched up with, and with, with the uh, torch down. So they, it's just, it's something that is very important. And actually, if you don't do the annual maintenance, you can actually reduce the life of your roof system. So on the kind of the extending the serviceable life, one of the things that I've seen uh, increasingly over, you know, the last, I don't know, five to 10 years is this elastomeric coating. I understand maybe there's like a silicone substitute for that. Tell me about this and what, what does that mean to a flat roof owner who says, okay, I think I'm coming to the end of my useful life on the existing roof. Uh, tell me about the, the, the coating solution. Coatings are very, they come in handy because you, if you have one layer or two layers on a roof system, you have to tear off on a, and you also need permits. And in, in, with a, with this, with the coating system, we particularly care for APOC. It's a uh, emulsion and a, polyester fabric and elastomeric coating that goes down multiple layers. It's a 15-year roof system. Um, There's a warranty that comes with it. And it's efficient. It's easy to fix. If there's ever problems or leaks in the future, just to go back over and just put some more coating over the top of it. So if there's ever problems with the roof. But that's a very popular and more cost-effective way to re-roof is to do a, a, a coating system. Um, in some cases it's applicable and some it's not when there's rock on a roof. Um, it's not, you can't use a coating system but when it's torched down, you know, granulated torch down roof system. And that's a good, uh, option for a, for a landlord. If maybe they don't want 20 years, maybe they don't, they're planning to make some changes or whatnot, whatnot. So a 15 year system is acceptable and it's, it's a lot, it's a lot more affordable. Yeah, understood. It sounds pretty pragmatic. And like you're saying, a lot of the, the red tape with permits and, and the contingency side of the tear off where you, you don't really know what's going to be underneath there. So if I if I understood you correctly, like for the for the elastomeric coating, um, you're probably well, you're not going to be able to apply it over the old built up rock roofs. It's it's got to be more of the the existing roof has to be like the roll roofing to apply that compound. Yes, it definitely does. And what what the, the application is an emulsion um, that goes down first. That's the waterproofing, and then into a bed of polyester. And over the top of that, you do two layers of uh, the APOC elastomeric. We use two fifty, um, and it, it comes with a fifteen year warranty. And that's rolled on or it's sprayed on. There's two options. Depends on what the size of the building is. Uh, makes it more cost effective. Yeah, that was going to be kind of a side question is how do you apply it? Uh, so you answer that roll or, or spray. Um, and then you said like with that coating system, you can maybe expect 10 years or 15. I mean, uh, what do you, what do you normally tell people or what they should expect when they, when they apply that? Well, APOC gives a certification of 15 years. If you use the 252 system that they offer um, with the proper application and see so if you're certified, uh, you know, APOC installer, you get, you send your, your, 
your uh, homeowner the, uh, the certificate that comes from the from the uh, actual manufacturer. And again, they need to be just like every other roof system. It needs to be managed with you know on an annual basis the maintenance. Got it. Got it. So it sounds like a viable option where you know the 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 cost factor to the owner could be you know something in the way of half or or even uh, less than that to the to the tear off you know the full the full boat um, it sounds like is there there's a, a pretty decent cost advantage to doing that coating yeah just versus the go over with a TPO it's, I would say it's a thirty percent you know savings to the to the homeowner or the the complex HOA. Um, and if you have to tear off, it's even a larger savings um, just because there's a lot less, there's, you know, there's no tear off. Yeah. The, the tear off re-roof seems to be kind of like the last stop on the train. I mean, you, you naturally think that an owner would always opt for the recover um, based on the contingency of, okay, well, like what kind of wood replacement are, are we up against? You're going down to plywood and, you know, you know, depending on how it's leaked or or just termite, dry rot, whatever. I mean, that's a that's a big concern, right? Is that you get the roof off, and you you as you're doing that, you, you don't really know what's underneath till you get it off, right? I mean, that's that's a natural progression, right? Right, and 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 to be proactive and not wait till your roof's been leaking all over in multiple units, and you know the water's damaged the, the substrate. Um, if, if you if you take care of your roof you know, throughout the years, you know, APOC is a good solution. But if you have a lot of damaged wood underneath, you can go over with APOC, but then you're not going to, you're still going to have, you know, some wood rot under there and damaged wood that really does need to be looked at. So some cases, if the wood's in really bad condition, in fact, we had one happen at a, at a Marshall's the other day, the HVAC guy was out there working on the HVAC and his foot went through the, through the whole roof. Oh boy. <laughs> so, so rotted. So, yeah, so there's certain scenarios where you wouldn't, you know, offer the APOC system because you know that you need to get in there and tear off and, and do a lot of woodwork. And it just depends. Each each scenario is different. So, And that might be visible through, like, walking around up there and you find some trampolining in certain parts of the roof where you're like, okay, this is, like, ready for somebody's foot to go through. That that may be beyond the, the point of the, the coating system being able to be done. Yeah, if we know there's a lot of wood rot and damage, um, and the, generally the tenant or the home, you know, the property owner or management company, they know the condition of their roof, and and they don't always want to take the cheapest route because it's, you know, it, it's a coating is not going to support anything if right. the wood's bad on bad underneath. So, yeah, understood, and and I like what you said earlier about the annual checkups, and and why I say that is because you know one of the things that is easily forgotten is that, you know, if we do get a season or two of some heavier rains and you do have a leak that you don't know about, and maybe it's not visible to the tenant or not coming through a part of the ceiling, maybe it's in the wall. I I had a, a colleague that was managing a property that had a roof leak for, you know, some years, I think it was maybe at the edge parapet wall, like you're saying, and there was enough rain there where it, it was going down into the wall and, and, the, kind of the nasty end of the story was there had been mold that had developed all inside the the whole side of the building, and boy, it, it cost a, a king's ransom to rectify that. And the the extra fund came with the tenant following a, a lawsuit against the owner. So, like 
the little stuff we can forget about, right? So, you know, as an owner, it's like, hey, set your calendar, you know, same day each year, just have it pop up in front of you, call up a, a, a firm like Preferred Roofing and say, hey, look, I'd really love if you could go out and do uh, an annual checkup and just try to mitigate some of the, the the issue because that roof is up high and you're not you're not you're not on it every day like you would be inside the unit and you see a plumbing leak. Okay, fine. I mean, this is kind of a uh, your best friend and your worst enemy depending on how it's treated. You know, so yeah, it's always better to be proactive than reactive because that's when it starts costing you money um, for internal damage, and that's that could get expensive. Yeah, and that sounds like a philosophy you could use on on most things with, uh, with an apartment building. So Bob, it's great to have you here today. I really appreciate you being here. And what I do is I'll put your company contact information in the show notes. Uh, if anybody out there is kind of pondering what they're doing with their roof, or they think they have a problem, uh, preferred is a great, uh, asset to have on your side. They'll come out and kind of tell you what you need. And, and that contact information will be in there for you to see right in the show notes in the podcast. And I really appreciate you being here, Bob. Uh, Thank you all for listening to the Everything Apartments podcast. Again, I'm your host, Eric Christopher, and stay tuned for another episode coming soon. The Everything Apartments podcast is provided in association with the Apartment Association of Greater Los Angeles, better known as AGLA, serving residential landlords throughout Southern California through education and advocacy. Visit them at www.aagla.org.